Issue Review, Fiscal Services Division, December 19, 2014. Minimum Wage and Other Income Supplements. Issue, this issue review examines the current situation of state and federal minimum wage laws. Also examined are the federal and Iowa earned income tax credit and other income tax policies and assistance programs aimed at supplementing incomes. Affected Agencies, Iowa Workforce Development, Department of Human Services, Department of Revenue. Code Authority, Iowa Code Chapter 91D and Section 422.12b. Minimum Wage, the minimum wage established by federal law in the Fair Labor Standards Act, or FLSA, and state law in Iowa Code Chapter 91D is currently set at $7.25 an hour. The state of Iowa last raised the state minimum wage in 2007, reaching $7.25 on January 1, 2008. And the federal minimum wage reached the same level in 2009. Application of the minimum wage law always goes to the more stringent statute. The federal and state minimum wage law applies to most hourly wage earners employed in Iowa. Most small retail and service establishments grossing less than $300,000 annually are not required to pay the minimum wage. Employers may pay an initial employment rate of $6.35 an hour for the first 90 calendar days of employment. There is a tip credit for tipped employees that customarily and regularly receive more than $30 a month in tips. They must be paid at least $4.35 per hour. Exempted employees from the FLSA and Iowa Code Chapter 91D include executive, administrative, and professional employees, outside sales employees, employees in certain computer-related professions, employees in certain seasonal amusement or recreational establishments, employees of certain small newspapers, seamen employed on foreign vessels, employees engaged in fishing operations, employees engaged in newspaper delivery, farm workers, and casual babysitters. In 2014, 22 states and the District of Columbia have state minimum wage levels that are higher than the federal minimum wage. 19 states, including Iowa, have minimum wage levels the same as the federal state level. Four states have minimum wage levels below the federal level. The federal minimum consequently overrides. And five states have not established a state minimum wage. So far in 2014, 10 states and the District of Columbia have enacted minimum wage increases. Four states approved minimum wage increases through ballot measures. And Illinois voters approved a ballot advisory measure. Additionally, Oklahoma has enacted legislation that prevents any municipality from increasing the local minimum wage. Thirteen states and the District of Columbia have minimum wage levels that are linked to a consumer price index, causing the minimum wage to be adjusted on an annual basis. Of those states, nine will see increases effective January 1, 2015. Three states and the District of Columbia have provisions that prevent the state minimum wage from equaling the federal minimum wage by adopting an increase by reference. Minimum wage at both the state and federal level is referenced throughout Iowa Code. For example, Iowa Code Section 49.20 requires members of each precinct election board to be paid no less than state minimum wage unless the members voluntarily offer to serve without pay. Iowa Code Section 99F.7 subsection 7 states that it is the intent of the General Assembly that employees of all licensed casinos in the state be paid at least 25% above the federal minimum wage, currently calculated to be $9.06. Iowa Code Section 909.3a provides that community service can be used to pay a fine assessed by the courts and is calculated at the rate of either federal or state minimum wage, whichever is higher. 
Current situation, current statistics, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics estimates that in 2013, a total of 921,000 workers in Iowa were paid an hourly wage and 50,000 of these workers earned wages equal to or less than the prevailing federal minimum wage. This represents 5.4% of all workers paid hourly rates in Iowa compared to 4.3% nationally and 4.4% in the Midwest. The same survey also documented some of the following national characteristics about workers with earnings at or below the federal minimum wage. Age. Workers age 16 to 19 make up 24.2% of minimum wage workers earning at or below the federal minimum wage. Expanding that to workers age 16 to 24 increases the total to 50.4% of those working at or below the federal minimum wage. The percentage grows to 71.7% when looking at workers age 16 to 34. Workers older than age 55 make up 8.1% of those at or below the minimum wage. Education. Workers holding less than a high school diploma make up 28.1% of workers at or below the federal minimum wage, 29.7% of workers are high school graduates with no college education, and 34.3% of workers have some college or an associate's degree. Occupation. Type of work. Of workers at or below the federal minimum wage, 63.6% are employed in service occupations, primarily in food preparation and serving. Sales and office occupations ranked second at 20.5%. Industry. Of all the workers age 16 and older paid hourly rates at or below the minimum wage. Leisure and hospitality workers make up 55% of the total. That represents 19% of that specific industry sector. Wholesale and retail trade workers make up 14.8% of the total. That represents 3.9% of that specific industry sector. Manufacturing workers make up 2.8% of the total. That represents 1.1% of that specific industry sector. Hours worked. Regarding hours worked per week for workers at or below the minimum wage, 30 0.5% are estimated to work at least 35 hours or more per week and 22% are estimated to work 40 hours or more. Work weeks of less than 35 hours represent 57.4% of workers. Marital status. Of the workers at or below the federal minimum wage, 66.8% have never married and 20.7% are married with their spouse present. Historical context. Iowa's first minimum wage was enacted in 1989 Iowa Acts Chapter 14 starting at $3.85 per hour on January 1st, 1990 and was fully phased in at $4.65 per hour on January 1st, 1992. The 1992 federal minimum wage was $4.25 40 cents lower than the Iowa minimum wage. Iowa Code adopts the federal minimum wage by reference when it exceeds the Iowa minimum wage and the federal minimum wage overrode the Iowa minimum wage from 1996 until 2007 when the Iowa minimum wage was increased. After adjusting for inflation, the Iowa minimum wage enacted in 1989 that became effective in 1992 would be worth $7.86 per hour in 2014, 61 cents higher than the current level. Earned Income Tax Credit. The Federal Earned Income Tax Credit, or EITC, was created in 1975 and made permanent in 1978. The credit was expanded in 1986 and revised in 1990 and 1995. This is a refundable tax credit that provides cash assistance to lower-income working parents and individuals through the tax system. 
Anyone wanting to claim the EITC must file an annual income tax return to receive the benefit. The amount of the tax credit depends on age, the amount of earned income, adjusted gross income, and qualifying children. The EITC is designed to increase with earnings up to a maximum credit benefit, remains at the maximum credit amount for a certain range of incomes, and then begins to phase out at other income levels until it decreases to zero. Since 1987, all of the components of the EITC are indexed to the Consumer Price Index and therefore are adjusted annually. 24 states and the District of Columbia have some form of EITC for state income taxes. Nine states do not levy an individual income tax on wages and salaries. Most are based on the federal credit. Some are refundable and others are not. Iowa first enacted an EITC that was equal to 5% of the federal credit and non-refundable with 1989 Iowa Acts Chapter 268, State Individual Income Tax Act. In 1991, the credit rate was increased to 6.5%, and in 2007, the credit rate was increased to 7% and made refundable. The credit was increased to 14% in tax year 2013, and in 2014 is equal to 15% of the federal EITC. According to the Iowa Department of Revenue, or DOR, in 2009, a total of 208,342 households claimed $28.5 million of Iowa's EITC. According to preliminary DOR estimates, in 2013, a total of 221,071 households claimed $65.4 million of Iowa's EITC. Other Income Supplements Some benefits that a minimum wage worker may qualify for are outlined in this section. Eligibility for an assistance program does not rely on the hourly wage of a worker, but rather the total monthly income, gross or net, depending on the program, that would be impacted by the number of hours worked and the number of jobs held. Other benefits available may only cover very specific categories of situations that involve having a child, the age of a child, or vary depending on where the minimum wage worker lives. In both the federal and Iowa income tax structures, there are a number of tax credits available that are designed to either incentivize certain behaviors or actions within the economy or reduce the tax burden for those in certain circumstances. Some of these tax credits are refundable, some are not. Depending on the type of tax credit available, the tax filer may need to take additional actions such as keeping receipts on certain expenses. Tax Credits, Child Tax Credit. This federal tax credit was created in 1997 and currently provides a tax credit of $1,000 per child. It has also been made refundable through 2017, referred to as the Additional Child Tax Credit, and is refundable for a taxpayer that has earnings of at least $3,000, with the credit equal to 15% of earnings above $3,000, up to the maximum of $1,000 per child. Child Independent Care Credit. This federal tax credit is provided for the cost of care paid for dependents, mostly children. The maximum rate of the credit is 35% for all costs expended and capped at $3,000 for one dependent and $6,000 for two or more dependents. The credit is also reduced when a taxpayer's adjusted gross income is above $15,000. Iowa Child Independent Care Credit. This Iowa tax credit is available to filers with income below $45,000 with qualifying child care expenses. The credit is calculated as a percentage of the federal credit based on the income of the filer. Iowa Early Childhood Development Tax Credit. This Iowa tax credit is equal to 25% of the first $1,000 of expenses paid for early childhood development for children between 3 and 5 years of age. 
The credit is only available to taxpayers with net income less than $45,000 and cannot be claimed if the child and dependent care credit is claimed. Taxpayers Trust Fund Credit. This is a non-refundable tax credit for Iowa taxpayers that timely filed Iowa individual income tax returns and the amount is based on the funds available in the Taxpayer Trust Fund or TTF. It was created in 2013 and was initially funded with $120 million. In tax year 2013, the TTF credit was the lesser of $54 for a single taxpayer and $108 for a married couple, or the net tax liability after accounting for all other tax credits. The credit amount for 2014 has not yet been determined. Assistance programs, food assistance, formerly known as food stamps and also known as Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program or SNAP, this federal program helps people with low income and few assets to buy food. The amount of the monthly benefit depends on the number of people in a household and income after deductions. Variations in an individual's income and additional deductions for allowable expenses change the monthly benefit. Income limits and allotment levels for recipients are adjusted annually with the start of a new federal fiscal year each October. The basis for the adjustments is the U.S. Department of Agriculture Cost of Food Thrifty Food Plan. Child Care Assistance. The Child Care Assistance, or CCA, program was established in 2000 and is administered by the Iowa Department of Human Services. The CCA program subsidizes child care costs for low-income families with working parents, parents gaining work skills, parents going to school, and parents unable to care for children for a limited time due to physical or mental illness. Public Housing Assistance Program. Public housing was established to provide decent and safe rental housing for eligible low-income families, the elderly, and persons with disabilities. There are a number of programs administered by the United States Department of Housing and Urban Development that are managed by local public housing agencies, or PHAs. One of the better-known programs is the Housing Choice Vouchers formerly known as Section 8, that allow low-income families to select and lease or purchase privately owned rental housing. In general, the family's income may not exceed 50% of the median income for the county or metropolitan area in which the family chooses to live. The PHA calculates the maximum amount of housing assistance allowable. The maximum housing assistance is generally the lesser of the payment standard minus 30% of the family's monthly adjusted income or the gross rent for the unit minus 30% of monthly adjusted income. Family Investment Program. The Family Investment Program, or FIP, is administered by the Department of Human Services, DHS, and is Iowa's cash assistance program under the Federal Temporary Assistance for Needy Families, or TANF, block grant. The program provides cash assistance to low-income families with children and provides services that are designed to help those families become self-sufficient. To be eligible for the FIP program, individuals must meet all income and asset requirements to be a resident of Iowa and be a U.S. citizen or legally qualified non-citizen, such as refugees. The program has a 60-month lifetime benefit limit with exemptions in cases of hardship. Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program. This program is a federally funded block grant program designed to aid qualifying households in the payment of a portion of their residential heating costs for the winter heating season. This issue review does not consider health care benefits and subsidies. For a further review of some of the previously highlighted programs and their eligibility and impacts, see the legislative guide FIP 
food, and child care assistance. Minimum wage and EITC in other states. Missouri was the first state in the Midwest to adopt a cost of living increase factor starting in January of 2008 and now annually adjusts the minimum wage based on this factor. Minnesota will begin indexing increases to the minimum wage in 2018 after the final scheduled increase takes effect in August 2016. Additionally, some surrounding states have enacted a state EITCs. The majority of surrounding states are at the federal minimum wage level. Minnesota has both the eventual highest minimum wage and the highest working family tax credit, EITC equivalent, when compared to the federal credit. Summary. The literature from academic research and economic policy groups on the effects of the minimum wage is vast and represents one of the most studied issues in labor economics. The high volume of papers published has not settled on any precise casual relationship between minimum wage changes and other economic outcomes. Arguments for increasing the minimum wage include increased earnings, increases of aggregate demand, reduced inequality, and reduction in employee turnover. Arguments against increasing the minimum wage include reductions in employment, inability to reduce poverty, increased prices, and reduced profits. In general terms, addressing income through the minimum wage transfers the cost to employers or business, while addressing income through the EITC transfers the cost to the state in the form of reduced tax revenues and tax credit expenditures and targets assistance to a person or family that has children. It should be noted that the minimum wage and the EITC are complementary to the total earnings of the family. As demonstrated earlier, the purchasing power of a static minimum wage is diminished annually by inflation, whereas the benefits of supplemental programs and tax credits are adjusted annually. In February 2014, the Nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office, or CBO, released, quote, the effects of a minimum wage increase on employment and family income. In the report, the CBO examined raising the federal minimum wage to $10.10 per hour over three years and adjusting annually for inflation, as well as raising the federal minimum wage to $9 per hour over two years and not adjusting for inflation afterwards. The report concluded that increasing the minimum wage to $10.10 per hour will have two principal effects on low-wage workers. Most of them will receive higher pay that increases their family income, and some of those families will see their income rise above the federal poverty threshold. But some jobs for low-wage workers will likely be eliminated, and the income of most workers that become jobless will decrease substantially. The share of low-wage workers employed will likely decrease slightly. Under the most common CBO projections, the income of 900,000 people nationally will rise above the FPG, but total employment may decrease by an estimated 500,000 workers, or minus 0.3%. The staff contact for this issue review is Kenneth Ohms, Legislative Analyst, at 515-725-2200 from the Fiscal Division of the Legislative Services Agency. To see all charts, graphs, attachments, and Internet address links, please go to the Iowa General Assembly website at www.legis.iowa.gov and click on the Publications tab at the top. Next, click on Fiscal Analysis in the gray area on the left. Scroll down and look under the heading Fiscal Publications and click on Issue Reviews.